0: This is an AMI podcast.
1: Hey guys, welcome along to another episode of Double Tap. It is Tuesday, it's the 8th of August, 2023. We're back and we have lots of your feedback and the latest technology news.
0: You're listening to Double Tap, your daily accessible technology show. Now, here's your host Stephen Scott and Sean Priest.
2: Hey, Sean Priest, how are you? Refreshed, Stephen Scott. How was your day off? I'm sorry for the introduction, just I can't think of anything else to say. Well, I should think so. It was terrible. Oh, thanks. No, it was beautiful. But, you know, after 24 <laughs> hours of just, thank you, lazing in bed, <laughs> I didn't expect to. You've got to ease yourself back in. I know. I'll be honest. I have spent a lot of time... Relaxing over the past three days. I, have you been relaxing? I have been relaxing, yes. Yesterday I didn't get up, well, at all, really. It was a pyjama day. Or oh, pyjama? Yes. But what's wrong with that? Is that not what they're called? Pyjama. It's not the way you say it, but yeah. Okay. People do call them pyjamas, <laughs> yes,
1: not pyjamas. Oh, I'm sorry, sorry I didn't realise you'd moved to uh, London's f- metropolitan elite area.
2: I am la da, pyjamas, yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs>
1: yeah we're we're out of sync today a little bit yeah it's weird when you go away for a couple of days isn't it the whole thing just feels like you come back in it's like nothing works how do you do anything i had to start my mac up this morning i had no idea what was going to happen i thought it's never going to restart
2: nothing's going to work I've got the mixer here, my new mixer, and I have no idea. I'm just pressing every single button this morning, trying to get it to work. It's like when you come back to school after the six week holiday. I don't know how to write anymore. I remember I always used to come back. I think
1: I said this to you before coming back after a new year and having to write the date. And you, oh yeah, the new year. I have to write the new year. It was like the first time we'd all get so excited. You know, I I think kids these days they don't know. Please don't say it. They
2: they don't know they're born. You're officially old, Stephen Uh, Scott. Honestly, they
1: don't have a clue. They they sit there with their iPads with a date filled in for them. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Right.
2: Let's let's move on from the grumpy old men.
1: (laughs) Oh, hey, listen, I uh, spent some time. So, remember the last week I was telling you about my ridiculous situation where I have to call my mobile cell phone provider Mm. and get them to send me a QR code so I can scan it on paper. in order for me to trans on paper to, so, mm. that I, so that I can send or transfer a SIM, an eSIM, from one phone to the other. Uh, so I was out at the weekend. I know, I, I know, it was shocking. Yeah, Breaking I know, I know. News. Breaking Outside. news. Yes. Outside. Mm. Uh, it was actually quite pleasant. We went for a meal, went for pancakes. <laughs> Excuse me
2: pancakes you're, you're not in america you're not going to ihop
1: here this Excuse is the me. uk I, I am i am taking my position here as honorary canadian this is a self-appointed title uh, uh, no yes. one has suggested this in canada but uh, i've Are decided uh, i no. <laughs> funnily enough especially after our experience in regina no one's ever mentioned anything since then and um i don't even think we're wanted back to be perfectly honest i haven't graced that country in so many years now because i don't think they want us back
2: well, I, I must say, we kept Tim Hortons afloat for the <laughs> longest time, or well, at least while we were there, every single day. Hash Browns, yes, please.
1: They are pretty good. I have I have a Tim Hortons near my house. You do, yeah. It's about uh-huh. 15 minutes away from my house. I actually once spent, I think I remember I telling you this? I spent about $200 going out for donuts. With the amount of money it cost me on buying the donuts, I then bought a mug. Actually, bought two, two mugs, two obviously. Mugs. Yes. Uh, and then I, uh, I had to get a taxi there and back. Uh, had a coffee uh, and, you know, some food because I was hungry when I got there. Uh-huh. Uh, and it was a long journey, you know, 15 minutes in a car. And, and you had to talk to someone. I mean, actually talk. So, you know, by the time you were done all that, <laughs> I was ravenous. It
2: was totally worth it, though. That's what you're saying. Oh, so good. Can I just so say good. other food establishments are... Um, yeah, but they're not as good. ...available. She can't say that. You can you know, This is, this is broadcasting
1: are broadcasting
2: across Canada.
1: This is the yeah. home of Tim Hortons. No one else
2: matters. But there's other ones available, is what I'm saying. You don't have options. Okay. I'm just putting it out there. All right. Where were we going with this?
1: Anyway, so, yeah, I had, uh, had pancakes. Very nice. T- I don't know why I'm telling you my whole weekend. Yeah,
2: we don't, honestly don't care. E-Sin, you don't yes?
1: care. Well, you do care because if you were there, you'd be interested <laughs> in the pancakes. So don't give me that, Priest. Uh, so what did I get? I got uh, my pancakes. I got banana. I got strawberry, I got cream, uh, whooped cream, or as we call it here in Scotland, squishy cream. OK. That's what we... It's a, what?
2: It's a tech show, honestly. <laughs> That's what we Come, call it. Move, move away from the technology in the can that makes it go... <laughs> <laughs>
1: there you go. Uh, Please move on. That'll keep them happy. Mr F. So I then <gasps> went to the mobile phone store because I thought, well, hang on, I wonder if I could just go into the mobile phone store and get them to do this while I'm here.
2: Yeah, in real time, In live. real time. Yes. And uh, yeah, I went be able in. Should to happen. I have
1: to say, what is it with shops that employ people who are young and don't know anything? Why is it shops oh. are full of people who Here don't know he is anything? again. Honestly. Yeah.
2: The kids today, honestly. Yeah. So you want,
1: you want to upgrade your phone? No, I don't want to upgrade my phone. I want to transfer a SIM card from this phone to that phone. So you need a new phone. I don't need a new phone. I've got a phone. It's a perfectly good phone. I want to transfer it from this to... All I need from you is a QR code. Next words, out of his mouth. Well, you know what we need to do? We need to send you a QR code. Yeah, I know.
2: That's why I'm here. <laughs> but he doesn't need to send it, surely. No. All I need... Can what, you just, is just give can... me the QR code? What is the QR code, though? I mean,
1: It a is QR literally, code... literally
2: yeah. a piece of paper with a QR code on it. That is it. Where is that QR code pointed? Is it just a URL? Is there some sort of cryptic password code in there? What is the URL? What's the info in there? I think it's literally the eSIM number. It must be whatever. You know, when you go in, if
1: if you've used the eSIM yet, but when you go in and you add an eSIM, it will give you the option to either transfer one from a previous device. And if you have already moved over, it will know that there's an eSIM there and it can either immediately go and get it, like it did with my other one, which was brilliant it just said do you want to transfer this over and start using it yeah please this one it says that you can't do that that's you know, it's not applicable so what you have to do is you have to choose the scan qr code option and then this qr code that you've been given is the one that contains i guess the information about the eSIM. i don't know what mm. that information is but it has to come obviously in qr code form right okay which is fine but you know it's the way that it's done so anyway eventually he goes away comes back with a piece of paper gives me he scans the piece of paper which obviously you know it inserts all of the data onto it magically and then he hands me the piece of paper and off i go so i came home well actually i should say as i left the store he said so once you've done this it'll take about 24 hours that's fine they Whatever. always say that yeah, yeah that's, that's, hours, that's yeah. just a thing right it happens mm-hmm. instantly fair enough but most of the time but um anyway i come out of the store and my wife and I continue our shopping. We do what we're doing. And we're just about to leave. And we, we've got to call a taxi now. So we've got to call a taxi to get us home. And the thing was, we could call any taxi company. But the guy who brought us in said, look, if you call the company and ask for me, I'll come back and get you because I know where you are. And it's a big place. So I'll know exactly where you are and I can pick you up. And I said, well, yep. that would be perfect, right? So I've done that many a time. Yeah, yeah. yeah and that helps a lot, right? And mm-hmm. obviously, he's thinking money so of course yeah and why not so that was fine okay i'll just give them a quick call i go to my phone no service
2: oh hang on because yes cancelled
1: the sim that was in the phone the e-sim was that was there is now no longer a sim
2: because it's in my hand as a a piece of paper (laughs) what even though you haven't Hadn't transferred it to the other phone.
1: No, they, they obviously transfer it, I guess, onto what? this QR code.
2: Wait, wait, wait. wait. I'm oh. like, this is rubbish. This is utter rubbish. But if they sent you that via the post, would that mean your phone wouldn't have been working for, let's say, two days until the QR code reached you via post? I
1: don't know. I just don't know how that would have worked.
2: Oh, I, I
1: did that this before. this today, yes. I'm blaming him. <laughs> I'm blame I mean it's it's I'm sure it's not his fault, but I blame him anyway. But I thought, honest to God. So yeah, I had no phone and um yeah, I mean my wife had her phone, thank goodness. So it was fine. We were able to get all so I mean it fine. wasn't it wasn't a tragedy, but if I was on my own, that would have been been a little bit awkward, I think. I don't know. I don't I was thinking, what would I do in that situation? I mean I'd um, just have to go into the i I'd probably just go into the store again and say,
2: if- Oi if <laughs> you got a mobile phone, give <laughs> exactly. me it for a minute. I <laughs> See, that's the whole point of eSIMs. Now, I, I'm not familiar with them at all. I mean, I know the concept of them, but I haven't used them. But they, it just seem to be, hey, we're turning this analog system digital, right? You don't have to muck around with that SIM tray, which I absolutely hate, by the way. That's mm. one of the things with a smartphone I hate. It's so fiddly. I'm, I'm not great at doing that, taking the SIM card in and out. Have you, um, have you forever been poking the wrong hole? I have, Stephen Scott, you're absolutely (laughs) right. And you think, hang on, is that going in too far? Am I just sort of scrambling my inner Australia and you're like, wait a minute.
1: (laughs) This this whole paperclip's in here now.
2: Where is it going? You wait for that Phone screen flashing. Pops out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but e Sims was meant to do away with all that, wasn't yeah. it? Surely that's the whole point. It's easy to transfer. There's no physical thing there. But um, it
1: obviously has to do with the way that the cell companies are actually embedding this technology because I mean the other company was fine. I mean, it was brilliant, actually. I could have the eSIM, I think initially. I think initially it arrived as a as a piece of paper. But then after that that was it. Once I'd scanned the QR code, I had it. And then once it was on the phone, Sorry. if I wanted to transfer to another, it yes. would just transfer. So that's what it did. So when I switched over from the 13 Mini to the 14 Pro, it said, hey, you've got this SIM card from EE. Do you want to transfer it onto this phone? I said, yeah, no problem. And it just, that was it. And the phone was active instantly. And I thought, no, that, that is perfect. perfect. That is exactly that what
2: you meant want. meant to be. Yeah. I still don't understand what's the initial QR code on a physical piece of paper all about. Why can't they email you? It's just a graphical image, right? They could email you that QR code. Maybe there's a fear around security, perhaps. I mean, this
1: maybe like, I mean, suppose... I don't know. I don't know. Well, I mean, I'd, I'd, I suppose there's other ways they could do it. They could give you a link to a secure site. You'd have to log into your account. That would be fine. Yeah, I mean, you have to absolutely. log into your account. You could have your eSIM. Why don't they have that just as part of your account? And you could just have, you know, that Managed on your, your computer e-SIMs. screen. and yeah. yeah, you just scan it and that's it. I mean, I email...
2: Is more secure than you know your, your standard snail mail anyway. You well, need a password right. I mean, to log into your emails, right? So if someone
1: if someone got my code and knew what to do with it, they'd have my number.
2: That's it. They just have my number. Yeah. And how okay. would I get it back? <laughs> what do I do Have then? you used eSIMs? What's your experience been like? Let us know. Yeah, it's interesting, Thanks. isn't it? Uh, so yeah, I have switched
1: over. I've got to say,
2: the iPhone 14 Pro.
1: Who'd oh? have thought? Oh, hello. Do it, you know what I love? Is that you? Yes. Do you know what no, I love? No, I, I think that was you. No, I think that, that uh, that's not me. No, but know, it's definitely me. But here's the funny thing: is your phone on mute?
2: Yes, it is. So is mine. <laughs> mute doesn't work anymore, isn't it brilliant? There's no way I, to silence these things anymore. It's ridiculous. We should say we're running the latest um, iOS betas. Yeah, beaters. I'm so, not complaining. Yes. No, we're complaining. not complaining, but this is a thing. The a mute bit, button makes no difference. I, I do need to turn this off. I'll be back in a second. Yeah, yeah. Well, it
1: was interesting because there's a story going around that the mute button is being replaced. I think they're trialing that already uh, because they've replaced it with absolutely nothing on my phone. Uh, yeah, because the mute button is irrelevant. But the talk is that the new iPhone 4 or 15s, and whether it'll be the 15 or the 15 Pro, or there's even a rumoured Ultra version which will include an action button. So this is kind of going down the Apple Watch Ultra route. Uh, you'll have a button instead of a switch. Um, and I guess that can yes. be used for a multitude of different things. It doesn't have to be used for mute, I think is the point.
2: It makes total sense to me. I, I, the mute button I barely used anyway because it is slightly – it still confuses me to this day. How, how far are we in now to the iPhone? I'm, I never and there's still a physical sh- switch on there. Yeah but that's not the the point being that I expect I always expected a mute button just completely silent every single yeah, thing yeah. it does including my speech to be honest I would just okay this is basically turning the speaker off now it doesn't work like that it it turns off notification and turns off ringtones which I guess kind of makes sense but eh I still don't really use the mute button so I actually think this would be a great idea replacing it with an action button Well, yeah, but the I think what's going to happen is they'll
1: have this button But then I think on the Ultra, this is the rumor anyway, I don't know, I'm reading into this, but I think if there's an action button, that will be in addition to that button. So there'll be like an extra button. If there's an Ultra, if there's a 15 Pro Ultra. Uh, What,
2: in addition to the mute switch?
1: Well, no, in in addition to that mute button or whatever that button Uh, is for. The action, okay. So there'll be like two action buttons, really, which is maybe not a bad idea. I thought we were getting rid of buttons on these things. I remember years ago, wasn't it? We were never going to have buttons. True. It was all yes. getting, rid, we're
2: getting rid of a lot of them. Now they're adding about five buttons to the side well, of this thing. Well, that was the fear of the um, not ever seeing USB-C, was it? Because after the lightning port disappears, the, it was just going to go totally wireless charging. You know, we've already got Bluetooth for the audio. So that was always the aim goal, was mm-hmm. to be totally buttonless and portless, basically. But who knows? I, 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 like, I like the sound of an action button. Basically, I want to put Lady A on the action button. That's all I want. Yeah, exactly. That's right. Well, that's...
1: I mean, I tried it with the voice and I can on the watch. I didn't find it that great, to be honest. I know you can do it with shortcuts, and I did manage it.
2: Um, dare you?
1: No, I didn't like it. Because the problem is it doesn't really work the way you intend it to to work. And, of course, voiceover always gets in the way and talks all over everything. It does.
2: Yeah. It worked.
1: I haven't tried it yet, but apparently (laughs) if if you're a Mastodon fan... Uh, there's now Ooh. a Mastodon client for the watch called Stomp. Oh. Yeah. Uh, why is it called
2: Stomp? That's interesting.
1: Well, it's elephants, isn't it? So stomping around, I guess. I don't know. Oh, uh, okay. I mean, Fair that's enough. absolutely nothing to do with it probably, but it sounds like <laughs> it. I mean, it sounds like boom, boom, boom. It sounds like something an elephant would do.
2: Okay. If you say so. Do you ever use the Twitter client for the watch? Oh, which there one? The was There was Chirp. I think they were the main ones. They're using the new abilities that they mm. they allow people in a in a well quite long ago now apple watch os um it actually works okay but i just never use it i think for i things mean, like that
1: i just always go back to my phone
2: you do exactly i never really mm. bother
1: too much with these I, I, I mean i i'm the first to complain if they go away but <laughs> I'm, I'm one of these people that complains when a shop closes down yeah, you know, oh, that shop's gone. It's terrible. Yeah. Oh, the tragedy. I went there eight years ago. Exactly. When was I last in it? <laughs> you know, I was, I was last in it when I was a child. Um, anyway, yeah, Zoom apart. Zoom are in the news as well because uh, they are asking their, I think asking might be pushing it, but mm. they're requesting that their staff return to the office. I kind of think it's, it's funny. I, 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 actually, it comes after a, a video that came out, or an image or whatever it was that came up the other day on my Twitter feed, and it said, why does Zoom have an office building and there's a big, big building with zoom on the side of it and you think i suppose in a way it kind of doesn't make sense you know when you think about what zoom is do you really need an office for that i mean what are we talking a room a couple of rooms for servers and i bet they're not even in that building oh definitely not um, um i don't know yeah. but i don't i, I mean I, look, I suppose you know be realistic about it as a joke people always like to make you know like me and clearly that worked. Yeah, it was hilarious. um, So hang on. There we go. I'll bring in my (laughs) own. Bring your own laughter to work day. Um, But uh, yeah, I mean, obviously they do need to have people back in the office. And it does seem that they're trying to encourage more people back. I'm hearing more and more businesses talk about this. And I don't know if it's because they're seeing a fall in productivity or they're seeing... Because that's not really what... It doesn't seem to ever come out with the research. The independent research always seems to suggest... People function better in their own lives and therefore give more to their work if they work at home. Now, that's not going to be the case for everybody, right? There's always somebody. There's always somebody when the that boss takes a week for the rest of us. But I mean, that can happen in the <laughs> office, right? If you, there's always somebody in the office, you know, the boss goes away for a week and you never see them. Oh, really yeah. busy today, or oh, I can't come in today because you know my child's uh, going to be unwell. Yes, yes. I see what you're saying. There's always somebody in that. So that doesn't really matter whether you're in the office or not. That can happen, right? There's always the Monday-itis brigade, people who cannot come in because it's Monday. Yes, that that was always us. those people.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, that was us yesterday. Well,
2: look, this story's got a lot of traction, and I, I, I get it, it almost seems hip, hypocritical, because Zoom really came into its own because of lockdown, right? And people having to... Um, they, had to they had to use it. Isolate, yeah, and they had to use it, and it really—I mean—it benefited from that a lot. And then it was, you know, sort of just constantly championing the working from home. And now it's saying, you know, well, actually, can you anyone within—I think it was fifty miles of the office needs to come in now. Still, they're only saying two days a week, according to reports. So, I don't know. I don't know. Is it still too early? Was that whole test of working uh, from home? Were we too early to say, yep, that was a success? I just think it's an old-fashioned... Can you do that in two, three years? Can you get those results? I don't know. Well, I don't know if you can
1: get the results, but what you can get, and surely, I mean, even just within the years of the pandemic, I mean, companies were not going down because people weren't working. If companies were going down, it was because the people weren't buying or other factors were at play. It wasn't because people weren't turning up to work. I mean, they, no choice, also, also, <laughs> yeah, they have no choice. They could also. Yeah, exactly.
2: To work. That's, that's the point I was going to make. You could also say, well, you know, it's not like they had any other option. They were working from home, but where else could they go? Now, with the lifting of lockdown, you know, it, are they, are people disciplined enough to work from home? Maybe this is the time when we start to see the actual results of that.
1: I do think you need a discipline. You do. And it's, it's very difficult. You know, I, I worked in an office for years. I mean, 15 years I was in an office every single day. I have absolutely no idea now how I could ever go back to that. I couldn't imagine going back to that world
2: because I have so much to do at home. And I think, how did we achieve any of this before? <laughs> well, it's funny. I was just coming to record with you. And, you know, someone asks, well, have you got this? Or can you grab this for me? You know, the the, the family chores that you yep. need to do. Yeah. And you said, yeah, OK. And then, I, you know, I'll text you say, I'll be another 10 minutes. I'll be another 10 minutes. So... I don't know there is something about working in an office, right i was I was thinking, if you and I had to get together, say we lived in the same city, would it be a benefit rather than doing it this way? Would there be any advantages for us actually going into a studio together and recording um uh, the only thing that you could
1: see a benefit in, and I think this is the, well,
2: I don't know. I, I, depends. Well, on I'm could asking it. you, because you've worked in that environment, right? As you said, yeah, you've, but done, I think, you've done I think a lot of people years m- doing that. Yeah, a lot of people
1: might think, okay, so if you've got a studio and you've got to get in there, you've got a time limit. So, you know, where you and I can kind of muck around and do what we do. And then sometimes we have a chat before the show and we don't record it. Because th- this is recorded on the day we broadcast. We have, a, we have the, benefit here in the uk of having five hours ahead on canada so we yes. have an extra five hours to muck around yes and that's usually what we do <laughs> uh before we record the show before it's deadline and it has to be sent in and you know i'm not going to say it's ever sent in close to the deadline uh, i'm not saying that but you know ami will certainly tell you that god
2: bless you mr f <laughs> yes. we love you
1: mr. F. New season coming soon, hopefully. Um, But, uh, you know, with that in mind, I don't know. I mean, I worked in an office and I probably mucked around just as much. You spent more time chatting away in the kitchen or you, oh, how was your day? And one thing I noticed right away, the first thing I noticed with the pandemic, maybe in about five or six months into meetings and all the rest of it, the first thing that came to my mind as an experience of it was how the sort of personal relationship side of work, the social side, disappeared because when mm. you had scheduled a meeting with someone you had half an hour so you put 30 minutes in the diary and when you met up for that meeting you went straight into the meeting now you wouldn't do that in an in-person setting you'd be like hey how are you doing do you have a nice day good travel what's your you know what was on yeah. tv last night you know did you catch the latest episode of hijack <gasps> you know oh yes all that stuff right i mean and and it was interesting because last week i was interviewing matt Ater for an upcoming podcast and i actually met him in person in person that's right and I went down to London and we spent some time he was over from the States and I thought it'd be a really good opportunity to meet him and catch up and you know the conversations we had it was really pleasant and we got a lot more than we would have probably done had we just recorded it here now I have nothing wrong with recording like this I don't mind it and I, to be honest I probably prefer it in a lot of ways I couldn't do this realistically we couldn't talk to everybody we want to speak to by travelling it's not going to happen no but a mix of the two is kind of nice I will say all this and I'll say that, but I'll preface all of this with, look, for a lot of disabled people, it was the only way to get a job and it still is. So those employers who are pushing people to get yes. back into
2: the office, you're starting to get a little bit exclusionary. Not well, that's everyone That's our can. stake in this argument, isn't it? It's all about the ability. The, the, the biggest obstacle for me ever in trying to find a job was the, the mobility, the travel, the commute, whatever it may be. And even in some cases, I remember a few interviews where I, it was commented about me actually trying to get into the the room for the interview. Yes. <laughs> As in, you know, oh, you seem to be scanning the room a lot. Well, yeah, I do. That's what I do, to be honest. I need to, it's it's really annoying because, you know, you know what, give me, give me half a day in your building and I'll feel comfortable in here. Um, but yes, during this interview, I am looking around for that chair a little bit more hesitantly if that's a word, than I would do normally. And it has been commented on. Um, so, yeah, Disability is the first thing they see. Absolutely. Whenever,
1: yeah. whenever you meet someone new, it's the first thing they see. They don't see you as a person. They see your disability first. And the problem that, that, and that can obviously have a massive impact. Now, for a lot of people who are working at home and for businesses who are open to this, because you see, the thing is, is that working from home isn't really the problem. That's not really the issue. The issue is the employer's attitude. That's the bottom line. If the employer's yeah. open to learning about people and learn, open to you know, trying out new things, trying out, you know, okay, look, yeah, why not? Yeah, work from home five days a week. And, and or, you know, why couldn't the employer, say, come to you for a meeting? But like, hey, look, I'd like to catch up. Can I just pop around for a coffee? Would that be all right? I mean, that would change that person's world. Instead of that disabled person having to get up, get ready, get out the door, go, someone just comes to them. I mean, just a simple, tiny little thing like that, just a tiny little thing like that that could make all the difference. Although I will say no one's coming here because, you know, I'd have
2: to tidy up and I'm not doing that again. (laughs) It is a tricky one because obviously, look, it's not applicable in every job, in every task. And everyone's different. Of course, of course. Uh, You and I, there's no reason why we couldn't go
1: to a job, right? We couldn't go to a, a, a physical location, There's no. I mean, we might have difficulty traveling there, but there are schemes and supports in place for that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there's ways to do it. That's the thing. Again, it's that thing of it's not like we don't want to work. Actually, I would. I'm going to stake that the majority of, and when I say majority, I'm going to say ninety-six percent of all disabled people want to work and would work very hard if they
2: had the chance. That's The annoying thing, absolutely four percent who
1: just want to lay about. I'm going to stake that.
2: Oh, yeah, wow. I'm going to
1: say four percent because do you know, why wouldn't there be? That's, I always that's, uh, if disability disabilities are rep, is, is absolutely a reflection equal of equal opportunities, abilities, right? Yes. No, but that's what it is it's a mirror to ability. So, if there's four percent of people out there who don't want to work either, who are able bodied, well, there's no difference to being disabled in
2: that sense, there's always going to be some lay about. That's I okay. always, I that's always remember a head of a big sight loss organisation making the statement that, you know what, life is hard enough. Some people just don't want to work on top well, of
1: that. I would absolutely agree with that. Yeah, There's a lot of people who just can't that, do it.
2: That's the first time I ever heard anyone say that. You know what, just having the disability is, is hard enough in life. Why put the pressure of work on top of that? I wasn't sure how I felt about that when I first heard it. But it I was with of, a friend last week.
1: And Mm -hmm. he said to me, do you want to get the tube back to, we're in London, and he said, do you want to get the tube back to where the train station is? So you can get a tube, you know, the underground train, which takes you right to the train station. But what I'm thinking is, how do I get to the tube station? And what am I going to face on that route? Now, I tried this route before, and I was not particularly successful that time. And I'm not saying I couldn't do it, but it's not... the the way of the layout is very. I mean, London is a very weird place. It's just it's so. It's a city that's just kind of emerged out of something. It's never really been built properly. It's just been built around. So you know, roads <laughs> don't go in certain directions. Some roads just stop. You know, it's just yes. single yeah. tracks. You know, it's cobbled cold in streets. The new, isn't it? Yeah. It's everything, right? And it's, it's brilliant, but it's also a nightmare for navigation. In fact, someone wrote an article in the Guardian recently on this very topic they said i've just been to britain i think they were in london and they said you know I, i've had and the the person was in a wheelchair and they said i have never real i didn't realize how inaccessible this country is britain is until i visited and i think that's probably true for a lot of i i find that for for my experience as well now, i'm not in a wheelchair but i do experience that because of the walking thing i just i mean it's not i have no issue with walking I mean, I know I'd make a joke and a laugh and i carry on, but I don't mind walking. I actually quite enjoy it. The mm-hmm. problem is the road beneath me is often terrible. Yes. Paving stones broken, uneven surfaces, curbs that are all over the place. Sometimes you do even, you know, if they use these shared space schemes where you end oh, up suddenly awful. you're in the middle of traffic. Yes. And think, hang on a minute. You're I- I just constant, and when you, th- f- so, I mean, adding all that up, right, that's just a single journey from, from that person's house to a train station it's nothing in the grand scheme of things for most people And if you know it it's even less but the stress of that alone and then someone would query whether or not the idea of a full-time job is too much absolutely it's too much for some people and you know I kind of I think maybe maybe in my own way the pandemic for me was I don't want to use the word a good thing but it was a good thing at least for me in the sense that it allowed me to take a breath and actually stop and stop fighting yeah. the daily burnout of the job and all the challenges that came with it. Because every day is a new experience. I mean, God, even opening an app, open an app today and it's like a whole new journey of discovery. <laughs> you know, it's like I've got to, you know, most people open an app, right? And they say, it's like when, someone, when Threads came along and someone said to me, oh, you've got to download Threads. Everyone's on Threads. Threads is a new thing. What's your username on Threads? And I'm like, right, hang on. So I need swipe, swipe, swipe. So what is this? Right, that's, a, that's what's that button? No, that's, oh, what does that button mean? Oh, right, hang on. What is that? Uh, you have to learn this whole new thing.
2: Yeah, but again, aren't Most we in danger? people look at the app and just go, all right, that's that, done. But aren't we in danger of falling into that trap saying, yeah, you know what? We're not as capable. Aren't we falling into that trap at that
1: point? It's a fine no, line I think, to I don't walk, not Well, I'm not suggesting that. What I'm saying is that it the acknowledgement The bit I want to do, because I'm talking to blind people, right? I'm talking to my people here, right? You're my tribe, right? So, and I know sighted people (laughs) listen, and you're welcome to, but I'm talking to blind people, and you guys know what I'm talking about, okay? So what I'm suggesting is, yes, there are challenges, but what I'm also saying is I'm acknowledging the reality of those challenges. I don't want to whitewash this completely till we end up at a point where it's, we're back to the inspiration. We're all doing inspiration porn, which I can't be bothered with. I've got no, no time I'm for that. Not a fan. Anything is possible when you're blind. No, it's not. It just isn't, guys. Come on, behave. All right. I would love to be a bus driver. Believe it or not, that would be my job if I could see. I know. I like, could see you as a bus driver. Funnily enough, I wouldn't want to speak to any people. Yeah, you're grumpy. I'd want, I'd want you to be. I'd want you to be the guy that took the money. <laughs> I'd be the Clippy. You'd be the Clippy. Uh, you get on the bus and deal with the people. <laughs>
2: yes, and I'll drive. And you, you shout out the window at other drivers. <laughs> that sounds good. You can't park that there.
1: <laughs> so I just want to do that all day. Wow. That, honestly, I'm... that would be my thing, right? But I know that's never going to happen. And even if, and the funny thing is, it's getting to a point where the buses will drive themselves, so I could sit in the seat theoretically. <laughs> and won't be doing anything anyway. But so, so you know, I, I just, I, I think we, what we have to do, and what I like to do, is just kind of acknowledge the reality. All right. I, I'm not, but, but that does not make us incapable. But it does mean. That there are a lot more challenges in our way, and we should acknowledge them. But that the key is not to just live inside that acknowledgement. All right, you've got to push past it sometimes because it's the only way we get out the front door. It's the only way we do anything. That is very true. But you yeah. have to you have to accept because if people are sitting listening, and I know people who used still listen to stuff I used to do before, and and prior to that, on other places, and you know, there's this almost this feeling of don't mention the elephant in the room. The elephant being the 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 the, the the trauma or the challenge or the difficulties, don't mention any of that because that just brings people down. No, you have to, because then you can face it. Yeah, it's the reality of it. You know, it's these people that talk about the things that bother, you know, like what I would consider, you know, offence, right? People who take offence at everything, right? And I think, what can offence do to you? What does it actually do to you? Because all you have in life is your response. That's all you've got. If a building is crumbling down in front of you, you have two options: you can stand and be consumed by it, or you can run like hell. That's th- those are your only options in life. That's I'd block it. it. I'd mute it. I'd probably, I'd probably find that the building <laughs> would have more damage because of me, the <laughs> me that caused it to collapse. Anyway, we've got to oh, take a break.
2: Um, wow, that was a roller coaster of a first half. me. There.
1: I know. I thought we were d- we were going to get into this and be nice and light today, and then we went into all that. Ah. <sighs> need a break let's calm down right let's take a break we'll come back in a couple of minutes and i promise you we'll get to an email at least one connect
2: with the double tappers on social media now on twitter and facebook at double tap on air and on mastodon at double tap
0: hi there sean and steven it's tiffany Melbourne. i'm not sure if you guys remember me i used to record or voicemails and send them into the show Pretty much constantly a few years ago. But uh, anyway, hope everyone's doing well. I just uh, finished listening to the episode where you talked about the all-terrain cane and the, you know, backpacks. And (laughs) that was funny, the idea of Stephen going into the shower with his backpack to test the waterproof, you know, capabilities or apparently the lack thereof. But, you know, the things we do for science. You never know if you don't test it, right? Um, mm-hmm. But the altering cane, yeah, that sounds amazing. I've had that happen before. I know one time I was visiting someone in the hospital and my cane, the elastic, broke. And, you know, as I'm walking down the hallway, he falls apart, you know, like Sean described from the bottom up. Um, not a good situation that I care to repeat, but, uh, yeah, good show as always. I'm still listening. Feel free to play this on your show. Hope you guys are doing well. Yeah, we
1: are. Thank you.
0: Yay, Tiffany's back.
1: Do you know what I love? I love that I I think this is going to become a thing, right? But if you send a voice message or you record a voice message, you have to do uh, the magic tap at the end of the message, right? So you can stop it. The double tap. The double tap. You see? Two finger double tap. If anybody wants to know why this show is called what it's called, it's because I thought of that right now. (laughs) Well
2: done! <laughs> it's great to hear from you, Tiffany. It uh, is. Welcome yeah. back, and thank you so much. Uh, you know what? That all-terrain cane does sound really good. I, I, I'm using my cane to, um, oh, what should I, how do I put it? To uh, when I'm stepping up a curb now because of my uh, funny leg. It's very funny. I actually Able put some st- weight weight on my cane now, <laughs> and um, yeah, surprising how much it bends. So, uh, yeah, yeah. I, would, <laughs> I would like a bit more of a sturdy cane. So, yeah, it does sound really nice.
1: I have to say, I have a slight back problem, which is, thankfully it, is, it goes away with walking. So that's the good news. Um, but, uh, yeah, I have had a few occasions where my back feels like it's about to snap shut whilst I'm standing up. Yes. And um, when that
2: happens... <laughs> Stephen's
1: <laughs> clamshell design. Clamshell Stephen, yeah. <laughs> it's the new, I feel like a, a power book of the 90s. Um <laughs> and less attractive though i will say (laughs) but you know colorful in the red sense but um anyway so uh, yeah i i do find myself standing and i'll hold the cane and you know you lean on it with the it's almost like you're gripping the pain because the the pain is so and i'm like oh and then i I think i'm gonna snap this poor thing in
2: half (laughs) yes we need a sturdier cane for the sturdier gentleman apparently there's another one
1: yeah or lady yeah, absolutely uh, but I will say is there's another cane that's doing the rounds, which I haven't tried yet. I think it's a German company, and it's mm. called Swarovsky or Svorovsky or something. It's not the crystals yeah i I thought that as well. it's not the crystal <laughs> people uh it is uh, but I think it's the same spelling or it's similar, but it's essentially a different kind of cane, and it's lighter than the carbon fiber ones ones i've got actually which is carbon fiber and it is that is lighter than the council cane that you've got
2: yes thank you mine's made of stone yes <laughs>
1: <laughs> it should be great then um but yeah basically uh, these are much lighter and that does sound pretty cool so i'm thinking of trying one of those um so if i get one or i get the company on to tell us about them maybe they'll send me one highly doubt it never happens but you know we can ask um but yeah i would like to try that but i'm also thinking of getting one of these all-terrain canes because i I, they come in different
2: colors you get the tips are even in different colors yeah but that's colorful stuff does it come in different you've been burnt by this before it comes in different (laughs) colors it's got a different stick sticker a different colored wrapper over it the last one was not what i
1: was expecting it was not what I was expecting. I, I thought I was going to get, I wanted blue, and there was a blue cane. Everyone seems to, well, everyone, but people do seem to have them. And it's like the handle is blue, right? So the, the rubber handle
2: uh, is yes. blue.
1: And then I think there's like blue through the cane. It's white, and then there's like at the edges, there's blue, and then the cane tip is blue. I, I, don't, blue I don't know accents. how it's. The same accents, as the iPhones, yes.
2: though, right? Usually I want a, I don't know, a white iPhone, and it's just like the, the little bezel and the, the the chin maybe and the forehead of it are white and the back is silver. Yeah. Uh it's not all one color. It just that was really odd to me as well, but yes, it should be and I th- you know what I don't want that that wrap around it. I want it like a car. I want what? it, you know, um spray painted. I yes. want it I want a proper finish on it. I want it polished and gleaming, pearlescent. It's funny you, isn't it how we've come
1: so far from the days when it was literally just black and white and it was a mobility aid, you know, which usually had a hospital's phone number written on it somewhere. Yes. (laughs) In case of emergency, (laughs) dial 999 (laughs) or whatever's applicable in your country. And, um, you know, that was it really. But now it's it's totally different. You know, people want them to be... Because I think for a start, there's more of us, more younger people out there who want to be... Well, maybe not us, but okay, but younger people, younger than us, who actually care. You know, I think about the Molly Burks of this world. Uh, I think about the Sam from Blind Life. I think about those people who, you know, want to... The young whippersnappers. The young whippersnappers amongst them. (laughs) The ones who've figured out what YouTube is and actually use it. And, you know, these are the people who, they, they want their technology, their gadgets, their mobility aids, if you want to call it that, you know, an extent is an, it's an extension of them, you know, and it's, a, it's an
2: accessory, right? Absolutely, it's part of
1: us. It's it is something. And why not personalize? As long it? as it's still functional, that's the key, right? Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, uh, but Tiffany, uh, again, thank you for getting back into it. It's lovely to hear your voice, and uh, we want to hear more of you. In fact, I think we have because another email has come in with you uh, sending a voicemail, so we'll get that on tomorrow's show. But um, there is another thing you picked up on there, which is backpacks. Uh, and yeah, I'm not. I'm not ashamed to say I was in a shower with my backpack on, checking it for you know because I've got to keep my braille books you
2: know dry here. Ridiculous! That that puts so many disturbing images in my head. that yeah. really, you shouldn't it. be. Get old. over it. <laughs> I'm. No, I am i am i am beautiful,
1: according to my therapist. Um, anyway, <laughs> Scout has got in touch uh, with uh, their thoughts on
3: backpacks. Howdy from Texas again. All terrain cane and backpacks. What is next, Stephen? Camping in the highlands. Yes, But seriously, have a look at SLNT. No, not a typo. The company is S-L-N-T. Otherwise, we have great companies like the North Face and Coleman. Are there any there in the UK? I've always been told if I get a trench coat, get it from the UK. So <laughs> wonder if anyone there makes a great backpack for us. What about that bag company from your site village? Mia Tui, I think it was? Mm. Greetings, Sean. I hope for another Shed episode soon. Thanks for all you folks do. Sincerely, Scout.
2: Thank I you, Scout. Check um, them out, yeah. Stephen will be shouting at me for another um, Sheddy sode soon, so don't worry about that. Sheddy sod, I like that. I love this. <laughs> There's so many things we could do with
1: Shed. I love it. Maybe don't... make an episode as well from time to time. That would be nice.
2: All right, let's stop right there. Should we, <laughs> did Mia Tui do backpacks as well? I think they did.
1: I, I, I must actually go on the website. I kind of thought there was more,
2: handbags but maybe they do other bags i don't know i mean i imagine backpacks probably but well i mean we don't need to because you are the backpack expert as as we know now by your shower testing no well yeah i can buy one i know i know but yeah but i buy
1: cheap ones i I bought one decent backpack once from i think it was samsonite and it was one of those ones where the the zip is very clever actually the zip is inside the lining of the of the bit that's on your back right so the whole outer shell there's nothing there there's no zips or anything all the zips on the inside so it means that yeah nobody really can get access to anything on the on the minor side it does dig into your back no no it wasn't too bad but it was too small if they just made a slightly Ah. bigger version of it it was just a bit awkward and and the thing was when you unzipped it the whole the whole bit fell forward so you, it,
2: was like, it was like a picnic basket, basically, you were carrying around with you. It was a very weird thing. I like it. I didn't like it. Terrible. Uh, yeah, I don't know of any brands off the top of my head. I'm not really into um, backpacks, so I, I've never really had one. Every one that I've had are always the... Um, Sort of the free laptop bag you get when you get a, a laptop, <laughs> the, the $5 oh, yes. one they throw in for you. So that's all the ones I've actually got. And I use them all just for stuffing with cables. They're all full of audio cables or USB cables. That's oh, bad where I idea, my computer kit. But um, I would like a nice backpack. I haven't really sort of invested in one because I'm tight, really. Fair enough.
1: Some of them are really cost a lot of money. You can get like 300 quid, 400 quid, you know, five or $600. I mean, it's crazy money you can spend. I just want want something fairly simple, but I want one... You're kind of trying to balance comfort because obviously if you overfill these things, then yeah, it's not good on your back. Um, But then equally, you want to be able to take a lot of stuff with you. The one I actually... The one I have, the one I used on my recent trip was actually one my wife bought. She bought two of them because she wanted one in one colour and one in the different colours. I think one was blue, one was red. And she said, well, actually, now I've got the one I like in blue. She preferred the blue. She said, I don't want the red. I said, well, I'll take the red. That's the, These are the kind of conversations my wife and I have. Yes. And um, you get scraps. Th- incredibly interesting, I know. <laughs> but yeah, so we talked about this. But so I got the red bag. And you know, it's funny, right? When someone, it's even sort of like well, your partner, right, or your wife or your husband or, or all three uh, give you something that they don't want and it's something that you actually would use, it's like the best day ever. Aww. Do you know what I mean? Well, it's like the best lovely. day ever because it's like, this isn't just some hand-me-down that, you know, whatever. This well, is it, like, it, wow. It is. It, well, it is, but it's brand well, new. I mean, this is, <laughs> she didn't want it. She's like, ah,
2: she, it was in the packet. It wasn't bought with, you know, thought and, and your needs in mind. Steve Don't spoil it. All right, I'm just saying it wasn't a gift or anything. It was just, ah, uh, this is rubbish. Here, you can have it. Well, not well. She liked it, but she didn't like the colour. Yeah, yeah, exactly. She didn't like it. Yeah. So you had it. <laughs> don't try to make some hey, sort listen, of romance got a, out
1: of it. I got a beautiful red bag out of it, and do you know what? It carried my braille books.
2: Okay. I don't think That's it's a
1: brand name though. That's only I, I, I would tell you what it is, but I don't think it's a brand. I don't think there's even a brand on it. I think it was one of those, you know. It is it's tricky, just though. Down, I think, you know, backpack from Amazon.
2: Backpack.com. Yeah. I just think it's one of those things where, actually, that's where you want to see it before you buy it. You want to get hands-on with it because yeah. it, it's all this, how big it is, I can never quite get right. It's either tiny or absolutely massive for a six-person tent or something. <laughs> so, I, I, And you want to get that right because, like you said, you want that comfort because you're carrying it around. But... If I'm traveling with a bag, I always want that bag near me. So if I'm on a train, I want that wrapped around my leg under yes. the table or yep. wedged in the uh, between the seat in front of me. Um I'm never going to put that on a luggage <laughs> rack no. in a train because I'll never find it again. So it's you know it's got to be that perfect size. It's the the Goldilocks um, problem, isn't it? It's got to be just right.
1: Speaking of bags, um you know since we've moved on to that subject, I spent my weekend Ripping CDs. Well, not all of the weekend, I should say, but half a chunk of it uh, and a huge chunk of yesterday. Uh, ripping CDs. Yes, it is 1987 in okay.
2: Scott Towers. So, <laughs> along with the rest of our listeners, I'm thinking, where, where's the relationship with bags?
1: Well, no, you see, you'll, you'll really wish you hadn't asked that question <laughs> because I'll give you an answer. answer yeah. yeah, I think you already are. Uh, no, I bought new bags for my CDs because you can buy bags to put your cds in right so plastic bags which they come flat pack and then you kind of push them out and it becomes a perfect rectangle that you can put all your cds in and store and it holds like a hundred cds a bag and there's a zip around the top
2: and then you can pack them all on top of each other it's an absolutely genius thing have you not got a shelf or a cupboard no. where everyone puts their CDs anyway. I have a loft, and they are literally everywhere in that loft. Throw them out? What are you keeping no, them No, I'm not for? throwing them out. They cost money. How many Betamax uh, cassettes have you got up there? 94. Get them, get them thrown out, man. <laughs> what did you convert them to? What
1: format? Oh, that's an interesting one. So I, <laughs> I had a bit of a debate with myself on Monday about this. But uh-huh. What to do? What do I go for? Uh, compressed? Um, And I thought, no, "No, I don't fancy that idea. This is the problem. This is what I always do. I start ripping them and I rip them in MP3 or something. And I think, oh, and then you think, oh, okay, that's not sounding so great. And then you think WAV because WAV is like totally uncompressed and totally free and easy, man. Uh, But then you realize it's not because it's just going to take up all your hard drive space. So ideally you want some kind of in the middle. Uh Now I'm using Apple's music app to do the ripping. Oh, uh oh. So you don't get flack as an option, which is your compressed, but it's not it's not lossy compression. Someone yes. described it really well to me. They said, think of it like a zip file. So it's the same content, but it's just been shrunk into a zip file. And then when it plays, it expands it back out to full size again. And that's how it keeps the, Correct. All the audio. It's
2: lost less lost compression. compression. Yeah.
1: Yes. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. But that's that was how I how it was explained to me by someone on the internet. Have you had been on the internet? incredible well done it's also disgusting this is a tech show honest so yes i chose in the end ALAC. i think they call it which is apple's lossless audio encoder yes i think that's not right but something like that and um but that is their thing right ALAC is their version of it and if you wanted to you could you know put it back to wav if i wanted to or i could even compress it further to mp3 and the music sounds absolutely gorgeous
2: yeah, but the, the problem with ALAC is what supports ALAC? I mean, FLAC Apple. support. Okay. Yeah, I'm, well, you're I'm fine an then, Apple aren't guy, you? right? I don't care. All oh, right. Okay. I'm just saying. That's I, think, all. I think
1: so. As long as Sonos plays it. <laughs> now you got me thinking. But, um. <laughs> star again. Back up um, to the loft.
3: <laughs> delete everything.
1: Here we go again. Eighth time lucky <laughs> over an entire lifetime. But yeah, I'm hoping this will be fine. And I guess I could always convert them to something else. I could yeah, convert them to good. FLAC, I suppose. But, um. Yeah, little uh, application. I told you about this before, called Audio Converter Pro on the Mac, mm. which is such a simple little application, really good. And there's on the PC, by the way, if you're ever looking for a quick way to turn something to MP3, there's a little utility called Right Click MP3. And all you do I is that you... work. Well, oddly enough, <laughs> <laughs> you uh, you invoke your right click menu, Shift F10, or you know if you've got the Applications key that works, mine doesn't. Uh, if you do, then you just uh, use Shift-F10 if you're, uh, you know, needing to invoke that right-click menu. And that will bring up an option in there, which is right-click MP3 if you install the utility. And oh, then you can it will instantly convert the file and put it right next to the other one. So that's quite useful I haven't had well. to
2: use any of those sort of utilities in the longest time, but I always remember the right-click utilities because I had one for resizing images and converting images. Well, oh, that's good, yeah. Yeah. Um, Back when I used to use images, but not yeah, anymore. Yeah, neither uh, of the
1: servers need that anymore.
2: But, yeah. <laughs> but uh, the same thing, it's just so handy in the right click. It's just so accessible, as in easy to get to. Yeah, I love those sort of utilities. Yeah. Uh, but
1: anyway, so what was I telling you? So, yeah, anyway, I ripped the, the all my bag CDs and the I put CDs, them in bags. Yes. So the bag, yeah. I have to say, amongst all that, the bag was the most exciting <laughs> bit for me. I was <sighs> so excited. Anyway, I want to, before we go... I I want a quick uh, mention to Greg in Pennsylvania, who's emailed in.
3: Hello, Stephen. I just can't help wondering how you get through life on a daily basis. Can't thread a lanyard (laughs) through a hole? Did you try sucking gently on the exit hole to suction the cord through? Or at (laughs) least have the exit hole facing downward for the aid of gravity? Ah. Moisten the line to stiffen it temporarily? Mm -hmm. Or fashion a fish from a stiffish wire, such as a small paperclip? Correct. I think studies have shown that a crow or a raven could solve similar problems in less than a minute to get their little treat. Perhaps you should get your wife to dangle a Mars bar as a prize when you successfully install your lanyard. I imagine it would take you mere seconds to solve the problem. Regarding exercise equipment, whatever happens with your personal trainer? Um, Fine, you really must try a Revo. You will love it. Greg in Pennsylvania.
1: Uh... Thank well done, Greg. You, Greg. Well done, Greg. Oh, thank you, Greg. It's so nice <sighs> to hear from you. Uh, <laughs> that was very good. Uh, yes, even crows can do it. That doesn't surprise me that birds are smarter than me, or indeed anything else on earth is smarter than Stephen Scott. That's not a shock, but Greg, you thank you for that. You got there in the
2: end, Stephen. Well done. I, I, I am a hero. You are. Inspirational.
1: I am an inspirational hero. All of the above. Uh, listen, that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening. If you've stayed with us all this way through was Congratulations, you're the hero <laughs> um, But uh, keep in touch with us Feedback at doubletaponair.com We will get to more of your feedback tomorrow And you can also uh, Get in touch with us by calling one 803 We're on social media Lots of interesting stories popping up uh, For us to discuss All that on social media at on Air And at Blind Guy Tech Sean, we'll catch you tomorrow, bye Thank you, bye bye